You're listening to the Social Selling Simplified Podcast. Stick around if you too are obsessed with learning things that actually work and believe that success leaves clues. We're all about identifying results-producing roadmaps and getting super clear on how to scale and grow your online business. From part-timer to president, social selling expert Ashley Shaw will help you connect the dots and take the guesswork out of what works to grow a social selling empire. It's time to hear from social selling legends, listen in on truthful conversations, and learn the best tips and tricks to reduce the marketing overwhelm so you can build the social selling business of your dreams. If you're ready to go all in, no holding back, and build the business you've always wanted, you're in the right place. Here's your host, educator, social selling guru, and fitness industry OG, Ashley Shaw. Welcome to Social Selling Simplified. I'm your host, Ashley Shaw, and I am coming today live from New Brunswick, Canada. I know, super random. I want to explain a little bit about what is going on at this point in time, because this is, it just feels like everything is super crazy right now. Now, if you're not familiar with the situation in Canada, it's a little crazy. The East Coast in Canada is doing very, very well with COVID cases. And it's sort of like the promised land. I honestly am like scrolling my Insta feed. And one of my friends that lives out in the East Coast is like, going for brunch, going to the pool. Like Life is so normal out there. Whereas where we have been, where our families are, is in Ontario, Canada, and things are like lockdown after lockdown. And so we have decided to get out of Dodge and go to a couple of our Airbnb properties that are in the East Coast uh, and spend quite a bit of time out here. So super excited. We're in Fredericton, New Brunswick today. We're finishing up the final day of quarantine And man, yeah, I could pour myself a quarantini right now. I am ready to get out of the house. Uh, But we just found out that uh, they have this like Atlantic bubble. So it basically just means that we could cross over into Nova Scotia without having to self-isolate for 14 days. But now they're taking that option away. So we just found out we are packing our stuff like crazy because we've basically got tomorrow to get to Nova Scotia before the bubble closes. So anyways, things are moving quickly around here. And uh, yeah, it's it's an interesting time. That's for sure. Now, I do have to say that with the 14-day quarantine, like this has been... Bill and I were having a bit of a discussion around this. Like, this is the best quarantine we've ever done. Like, we set ourselves up with our fitness equipment. I bought a spin bike. We set up an office. Um, it's just been, and you know, like a really, it's a good test of like, how do you use 14 days and how can you get some really important things in your business done? Like, I think this is why. A lot of business builders and people that run, you know, big businesses take that time to like go somewhere, lock themselves in, whether they're, you know, renting somewhere or maybe a hotel. Like you just go, you hunker down and you get shiz done. So it sort of felt a bit like that. But that's not what today's episode is about. Today's episode is 
all about the types of social media posts that you need to know about. So I often hear from coaches that they really struggle with what to say, how to say it. And to be honest with you guys, like there are lots of resources out there for social captions. Like you can find social captions anywhere. I think what makes us different at the Fitness Leader Institute and everyone on the Ashley Shaw team is that we look at social media not only as a way to intro you to your ideal customer, but it's so much more about the sales strategy that's baked in. I don't think that social media posts should just only be social media posts with no intention of how they're building the relationship with your ideal customer. And I think that that's where a lot of people trying to utilize social media to sell kind of fall short is they don't understand how to authentically sell through their social media posts. And therefore they either are inconsistent and don't do it, or they do they do it in a way that feels inauthentic and it really feels salesy and they don't really know what they're doing. So if this is you, definitely before we jump into these 20 content ideas that I'm going to be sharing with you, go to ashleyshaw.ca slash find your peeps, peeps as in P-E-E-P-S. And we're going to give you five free posting templates to really understand and break down what a social media post should have in it. We cover prompts and we actually give you a template that you can use for your social media posts. So again, that's ashleyshaw.ca slash find your peeps. Okay. So without further ado, I am going to give you a lesson in posts. And I want to first talk about how content for your social media falls into three main buckets. I call these buckets relationship, resource, realization. So the reason that I love this idea of content falling into three buckets is that it can get pretty monotonous to be like, oh, what do I post today? And so when you theme it out into different concepts, it makes it much more interesting to create, but then it also allows you in the future to sort of rinse and repeat and be able to use posts that do really well. Like that's sort of a, a home run with content is that when you put stuff out there to your audience, really what you're doing is testing to see what they actually engage with. And I think sometimes we can get super attached to that end result. Have I put stuff out there that's gotten three likes? Absolutely. Did I learn from it? Absolutely. And that has allowed me to create posts that consistently get, you know, 80 to three, 400 likes a post more consistently. So that is, you know, one of the things we have to remember about content is that it is all about testing to see what your audience loves. And I know for me, my audience loves stuff about my family. Like that is something they really relate with. So the more that you create content, the more that you're going to find that there are certain things that people need to see from you consistently. So just 
take what you're putting out there as kind of dipping your toe in the water to see, does my audience like this or is this not something that really relates to them? So when we look at these three buckets, relationship, resource, and realization, all three of them are really important. So relationship content, this is the rinse and repeat that you can use over and over again. It's something that builds a relationship or builds on the relationship with your ideal customer. You really don't want to attract everyone. I know that some people have a hard time with that. They're like, but I will take anyone. And here's the thing. If you are not sharp in your voice and in your branding, I don't mean rude. I just mean if people cannot tell it is you and you're all over the place, then you're not going to stand out. And the person that you're actually trying to talk to is not going to know that you're talking to them. So this is the content, the type of content, this relationship content that we use the most three to four times per week is pretty typical. And these sort of posts are really to help create engagement and awareness. So I want to explain, you know, you're on a value journey with your ideal customers. They first need to become aware of you and then they're going to start engaging with you. So this is a piece that when you have relationship content out there, your goal is to get some engagement with those people, but it is also for them to read and slow the scroll. And sometimes we read things and we don't engage with it. Like I remember reading this post about this mama orca and she lost her baby. And I was like bawling my eyes out. And I did nothing on that post. I didn't comment. I didn't share. I like sat quietly in my thoughts, got myself together and have talked about that post more than any other post out there that I've ever sort of like, quote unquote, reshared. So just know that sometimes your content is going to hit people and you may not really see that amplification, like with likes, comments, shares, et cetera. But the more that you find your voice in your content, the more that you're going to have that ability to create that sharpness so people understand who you are and that it's you talking. So the next type of content is resource content. So this is small wins, teaching, making connections, knocking down objections, and you're posting this about two times per week. So here's the difference between relationship and resource content. Relationship is you know, gifts, it's family, it's things that are entertaining to you. It's like amplifying your values, whereas resource is amplifying your resourcefulness, but also your teaching, how you educate people. So people may not know if they saw a relationship post, what you do in business. But if they saw a resource post, they would know. So it's almost like it's where you niche down a little bit further, where if you're in the health and fitness space, you're going to talk more about nutrition and health. You might talk more about the next um, you know, why you love ch- uh, creating challenge groups or why you love this particular recipe. If you're in the beauty industry, then this might be somewhere that you have, you know, let's say some tips on how to do your eye makeup after 30 or, you know, things like that. So that is what the resource post is all about. 
And then lastly, you have the realization category. And this is a call to take some sort of action. It is also a cornerstone piece of content. So if you are somebody that is creating content, which the eventuality is that everyone should be, that is, you know, something like a might be a blog post, it might be a podcast episode, it might be, you know, a video that you're putting out. It's something that is a cornerstone in what you are teaching and you are asking people that are reading that post about it to take action. So one of the things about this type of content that you're putting out there, I don't mean the post itself. I mean, this cornerstone piece of content, this realization content you, when you meet your ideal customer, they're not always ready to buy. So your goal is to continuously move them down the change ladder so that they start to realize why they need what you have to offer. And I really love this. Uh, I listen to Stu McLaren quite a bit, and he has a program called Tribe, which is all about memberships. And one of the things that he said before that I just love is he said, you know, your goal is to create a desire for somebody to have what you offer. So, for example, again, let's use the health and fitness space. If you're somebody that offers accountability coaching, your goal in your cornerstone content that comes out each week or every two weeks, how, however often you have it, is to create this desire for accountability to help that person realize that that is what they are missing and why they haven't been successful in the past. And then it's like, oh, and here I am. This is what I do, right? So that is cornerstone content. So now that you understand the three buckets and we have, you know, the first one relationship is three to four times a week, resource is two times per week, and then realization content is probably going to be more like one time a week. Now that we have those buckets established, I'm going to teach you all the different types of posts that I like to use and give you a couple of examples here. So by the end of this, you're going to have 20 different types of posts that you can use. All right. So here we go. Starting with relationship type posts, you can do a post and this I'm going to count as three <laughs> a post on your dog, your husband or partner, or your kids. So these, that's three types of posts that you could do. And these posts are really building in that value. So if I'm a mom and I'm talking to my audience that also happens to be lots of moms, there's going to be that shared value that when you have commonalities, that's how you build relationships. Same with you know your partner or spouse um, or having a dog or a pet. Again, people that have those things typically share traits. And when you have things in common, it builds relationships. Quote post. This is another great one because it's a it's a post that establishes that you have the same values. So I love this one. It's as simple as going. You know, you can go to Pinterest. There's lots of places you can get quotes. You can share the quote, or I like to also put the quote in the post and maybe have an image of like me and my family or something like that. So that's how I like to use quotes. The letterboard post is great too. So this is number, and if we're keeping track here, we're on 
this is the fifth type of post right now that I'm that we're on here just for those that like to have that numbered list. So a letter board post is if you've ever seen those like felt sort of boards and then you can put the letters in, you don't have to do that yourself. Like you can look for images that contain those. But again, it's sort of like the quote post. You want to have something sort of, I like to do funny stuff when it's letter board because people just want to stop and read that sort of stuff. Six is what's in my headphones. So I like to talk about what maybe audiobooks or podcasts or different things that I am listening to. Number seven is the throwback post. So this is a great one if you have something that you want to reflect on and tell your audience about it. Uh, it's, it's just a good one to show how far you've come. And again, it's sort of playing on your values and what's important to you. Uh, the next one, number eight here is the intro post. So an intro post is like introducing yourself, like, Hey, my name's Ashley. Here are the three things I can't live without, you know, hip hop music. I love the notorious B I G like blah, 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 whatever it may be. Uh, that is your intro post. Again, it's just building those commonalities and people can see what you're all about and decide if you're for them or not for them. Number nine is a family tradition post. So this could be something that you keep up in your family as a tradition. Like this is what we do on Easter or like, obviously it's got to be seasonal to what's going on, but that is uh, a great one too, to build a relationship and let your ideal customers know a little bit more about you. Number 10 is the about me post. So this is less of an intro, but a little bit more of like behind the scenes, why I love this type of workout or what happened when, you know, like I started drinking three liters of water a day. It's just something that's going on about you. Thoughts post. So this is number 11. The thoughts post is really just a thought that you have that you want to share. So I like to keep a journal of these things as I get ideas, I I write them down, but it's just a random thought for the day. And then number 12 here is my why post. So this is going to be something all about why you do what you do. So those those are 12 ideas on the different types of relationship posts. Now we're going to move into resource. So number 13 is the expertise post. So this one is all about showcasing that you're an expert. I always like to do like a before and after, like this is what I used to be like before. And now this is what I've learned. Uh, Number 14 is a behind the scenes post. So this is great if you can show what it looks like behind the scenes. So maybe you're like sending out books to you know, the newest people that have bought your product, or maybe you are doing a video, you know, with your ring light or recording a podcast, like this is just about what goes on behind the scenes and helping you establish, establish yourself as an expert, but also like building relationship at the same time. Number 15 is the challenge post. So this is where you take something that is an objection you typically get from your customers or potential customers, and you're able to overcome it in that post. So you talk about like, I used to think I didn't have time and blah, 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 blah. So this is like the before and after that you create in that post. Number 16, I just threw in a recipe post here. This, if you're in the health and fitness 
uh, business, then a recipe post is great. If you're in the beauty business, it could be like, this is my favorite product for foundation, or this is my favorite hair product, or this is my favorite brush. Like it's sort of connect, it's not just relationship content, but it's specific to your industry. So it falls into, into that uh, category. Um, and then number 17, I've called it a nutrition post. So this is more so about teaching about something to do with nutrition. Now, if you're in a, a different industry, you could think of it more so as like, you're going to teach them something about how to apply makeup, or you're going to teach them something about how they should be using this sort of towel instead of this sort of towel when they're drying their hair. So it's almost like a teaching post. Okay, now we're on to number 18. We're moving into the realization style of content. So we've got 18 here, the before and after posts. So this is, as we remember back, a call to action post. This works super well because you have the before and after of what your life looked like before the product and then after. It's always great if this can be you because obviously like you can sell things the best if you are the star of your social uh, posting schedule. Um, but if it can't be, then, you know, you're best to say like, oh, this is the, you know, my client so-and-so that again, works uh, really well there. Uh, number 19 is the results post. So this is all about the types of results that can be expected again, even in the copy, if it's like the before and after that tends to work really well. And then number 20, we have a call to action post. So this is calling them into action. So maybe you have a free group that's starting up or you have a, you know, that could be a free Facebook group or a freebie. It's telling them about it and getting them to take action. So as you can see, you don't want to have too much of that realization, those realization posts or that type of content. You want to have that like one every seven to nine times so that people don't think you're just spamming them with like, do this, do this, buy this. Like you want to slow that down and sort of spread it out. Now I'll give you a bonus one. 21 here would be a testimonial post. So you can have a great testimonial in the post, but then you would have a call to action to get them to actually do something. That's a quick and dirty. That's 21 different types of posts that we use in our done for you posting plans. And we have more than that, but that is like that is like a quick and dirty on the content, the types of content that falls into those three buckets and how a posting strategy really starts to take shape and come together. It's not just about posting like whatever you want every single day. As you can see, there's reasons behind each of the content pieces that we've talked about. So definitely make sure to download your five free posts by going to ashleyshaw.ca slash findmypeeps. And they'll be sent right to your inbox so that you can have a look and really get a sense of the how. I've I've shared with you the why and what you're what you're going after, but it's really important to get the the how piece so that you don't go to write the post and then kind of get stuck like a deer cut in headlights. So make sure to go to ashleyshaw.ca slash find my peeps. Thank you guys so much for listening today. Super pumped that you decided to take some of your valuable time today to join me on Social Selling Simplified. And we'll see you next time. Thanks for taking the time to level up today. If you're ready to commit to personal and professional growth, 
move forward, make money, and grow your health and fitness business, head to my free community on Facebook, Business Bootcamp for Fitness Coaches, so I can support you every step along the way. Thank you so much for tuning in today, and we'll see you right back here next week on Social Selling Simplified.